This week on the show, our pop culture references, we talk about an AI talk generator, ChatGPT, and fortune cookies. It is January 2023, and you are listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. I am this week's host, Evan, and joining me are my two favorite co-hosts, Linnea. Hello. And Brian. Yay, I'm one of the favorite co-hosts. One of the favorite, guys. Nice. I'm excited. Out of, like, have we ever had another co-host? No, I keep asking you to <laughs> if you want to ever have your friends on, and I nothing ever happens. I ask my friends, and they say maybe, and then we never talk about it again. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what happens with me, too. Yeah. None of your friends are interested. They don't listen to our show, do they? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Jared Cullen was fun to have. Oh, no, that was an interview. I'm talking about people on on our show with us. Yeah. Like sitting here with us, you know, like one of your, some of your friends come over and hang out. That's how I had originally envisioned this show (laughs) was, was having your friends, some of your friends here with us, sort of a rotating group of people who would come and. Talk I mean, about stuff. Only a few but... of my friends know that I have a podcast. Oh, really? You don't you don't advertise it? <laughs> no. You don't hand out our business cards? <laughs> no. Wow. I gave every one of my teachers a business card. I hid them like in places. You hid you them? You hid them around the school? <laughs> well, I brought them to school and then I put one in my math classroom. Like you just hid it somewhere? No, like I put it by a whiteboard. He no. didn't give it to the teacher. No. <laughs> just blap. There you go. There's your, there's your card. Wow. You two are just marketing geniuses. <laughs> hey, I give it to all my No, no. Teachers. Yeah, I, sh- I should just say Linnea. Yeah, Evan, <laughs> I know you gave them out to your teachers. All right. <laughs> Big pause there. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, it's pop culture reference time. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. My news for this week is that there's a new kit for The Sims 4 that is bathroom clutter. Bathroom clutter? What do you mean? Like, I, can, I think you can just like have clutter in your bathroom now. <laughs> so it's not clutter anywhere else? Just in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, let me see. Seems what, very specific. Let's see what kind of stuff is included. So you just, you, like it, there's toothbrushes and toothpaste. There's like retainers. There's toilet paper. And soap. They didn't have that stuff before, huh? They had they had most toilet of it paper. I they think. didn't have like retainers though. Okay, well, they I'm, have I'm... they have a hair dryer. So explain why, like they have what? like oh they have an electric toothbrush now. So I'm visualizing the Simpsons on the screen. Can the you Simpsons? zoom in? Not the Simpsons. The, the I mean, the people Sims. only watch the Simpsons on a screen. So I'm visualizing the Sims on a screen. It, can you even see a retainer? Would you have to zoom in about 500% to I see mean, it? You can see it. You, really? Like, yeah. Did you already get this download? No, you have to pay. Oh. You have to pay for yeah, bathroom I, Literally, clutter? I would have to pay for it because you probably don't <laughs> want to pay for <laughs> Why it. Why would you? How, how much, much does is it, it cost? Like uh, $5. Oh. For bathroom clutter? For bathroom clutter. <laughs> yeah. I bet mom would pay you $5 to declutter the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> and I could spend that $5 buying more bathroom clutter. <laughs> mom would just love that. Hey, Mom, if you're listening to this, wouldn't you love that? Okay, my pop culture reference for this week is that 
I started replaying a game that I've never talked about before called Genshin Impact. I didn't know you ever played it before. I have. It's an open world anime game where you follow a story just with a bunch of anime characters and beat up cute slimes and stuff. <laughs> there's there's so much that happens in the game. It's hard to explain. Is this a single player game or a massively multiplayer game? You can play it with multiple people. Like there there can be multiple player worlds, but mostly it's single player. Okay, so it's a little like Breath of the Wild then? Yeah. All right, and it's really popular? Yeah, very popular. Do your friends play it? A few. All of my friends play it. Oh, really? What platform do they play it on? On their phones. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you can play it on your phone, any mobile device. I think some consoles have it. I started playing it on the PC. Which one is better, PC or mobile? It definitely feels like it was more made for mobile, but PC also runs good. All right, my news for this week. Have either of you two heard of C2022 E3? I I know what E3 is. (laughs) Well, this is a comet. Does that ring a bell? Probably Mm -hmm. not. So just there is a comet that is in the sky right now. It's... It's Right now it's too faint to be seen by the naked eye. I think you can see it with binoculars if you know exactly where to look. It was discovered last year, hence the name, er, since, hence the 2022 in its name. Uh, but it's a comet that last appeared, they theorized that it last appeared here around Earth uh, 50,000 years ago, but its current trajectory is going to most likely shoot it out of the solar system, so it probably will never come back. Yeah, (laughs) so the closest it came to the sun was January 12th, and then the closest it's going to come to the Earth, when we have the best chance of seeing it, is going to be be February 1st. That's Jack's birthday. (laughs) Jack, our cat. So anyway, yeah, but it's still going to be pretty faint. I'm not sure if you'll be able to see it. I don't know if we'll be able to see it here where we live because there's probably too much light pollution since we're in a suburb. Yeah, it has to be really dark to be able to see it. But there's some cool pictures online. I guess it's it's a little unique because it has a greenish color to it. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Look it up. A lot of the science websites have some information about it and some pictures. I'll put a picture of it on our website if you want to see what it looks like. But yeah, if you have a little time, you live in a dark area, you know, look up the information about it and go out and see it because it's a comet that will most probably... Well, it certainly won't be back in our lifetimes, but it probably... It might never come back. (laughs) Our ancestors might look in a distant space and see it. Okay, now on to our main topic for this week. I really don't know how to introduce this. It's ChatGPT. All right. You know what? I had ChatGPT write an introduction, so I will read that (gasps) now. Oh, Oh. yeah, great. (laughs) Welcome to Lunchbox Reaction the show where we explore the latest and greatest in technology and AI. And speaking of AI, have you heard of ChatGPT? It's a state-of-the-art language model developed by OpenAI, capable of understanding and generating human-like text. From answering questions to composing creative stories, ChatGPT is pushing the boundaries of what AI can do. On today's episode, we'll be diving deep into the world of ChatGPT and all of the exciting possibilities it holds. So grab your lunch and join us for a thought-provoking <laughs> conversation on Lunchbox Reaction. Wow. 
No, we should gonna... we should start saying that at the end of every intro. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's just an example of what ChatGPT does, and it's an online program. You you can give it prompts, meaning so you, so you tell it what you want. And so this is what I told it. I said, write a podcast intro talking about ChatGPT, ending with the title of the show, Lunchbox Reaction. So then it generated that whole paragraph. So that, that's pretty cool. So a little background about ChatGPT. It was released in November of 2022. So it's really only been out for a few months. There, there have been other iterations of this, but this current one is kind of really taken the world by storm, which is, I thought, why it'd be fun to talk about it. Because it's it's kind of everywhere. Have you two noticed that? Just people talking about it? A little bit. Yeah, I've- I've more seen online images that could also be generated from this website. So, yeah, well, the images, they come from a different website, though, don't they? Aren't there different? Yeah. There are different. There are so many websites for AI images. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. AI has just kind of exploded in the last half a year or so. So, yeah, I was specifically thinking about this chat GPT, but I know that there are websites that uh, do art. Lene, you said you've looked at some of those, right? Yeah, like the one you showed me. (laughs) <laughs> what was that called? Art Breeder. Art, okay. And you do you give it prompts? No, it's like you you find you find pictures of like people that other people have created and then you can like merge them together and make new people. Mm, okay. And then and then there's other parts of it too where you can like merge landscapes together to create new landscapes. Also, Art Breeder like allows you to make AI generated things too now. Oh, it does. Yeah, I think. So, yeah, so back to chat GPT. So GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. And Transformer? Transformers, yeah. More than meets the eyes. It, well, it is, yeah. So the core function of this is to mimic human conversation. I haven't used it for that, really. Have, have you two played around with it at all, as much as I have? <laughs> no. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> for, We're talking like about what, chat GPT. What part of it? <laughs> Like, I've, I've used it to create a lot of stuff. Oh, okay. I've used it to make stories and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, more, that's more what I've used it for. Like, what I was saying is, is the main purpose of chat, GPT, is chat. It's, so it's to, like, have a conversation with the computer. Oh. And some people have been using it for therapy. Oh. So, say you're depressed, you go on and you say, hey, I'm depressed, what can I do? And it'll talk to you. But even that's- actually, OpenAI has like multiple different things. There's one which I think is like actually called Chat. G- I don't- there's one called ChatGPT that like you enter in things and it like tells you the answer to it, and one that you can right. enter in something and it makes something out of that. Sure. Yeah. There. There's when you go to their site, there, there's different ways to log in. If, if you're interested in looking at this stuff, just go to OpenAI.com and create an account and log in and, and just have fun. But anyway, so I wanted to keep going with what I was saying. So it, it's a chat bot. You can talk to it, but it also can write and debug computer programs, apparently can compose music. I haven't tried that. It can write telepays, fairy tales, poetry, song lyrics. It'll write student essays, and it'll answer test questions. Couldn't you use it to cheat? Well, yeah, so that's, that's <laughs> a big thing right now, that, which is, again, why I want to talk about it. Because there there have been some schools that have banned use of this already. There are people coming up with programs to detect 
text that's been generated in ChatGPT because they don't want you to use it to write your essay on you know, Shakespeare. Some people have said the dire warning that this is going to be end of high school English because you can't tell if anything that you've written is you or just the computer. So I'm just wondering what your thoughts about that are. My thoughts are, isn't that the point? Isn't the point to like have an easier way of doing this? If like this is the way our generation is going to be using stuff like this, you should be able to teach our generation to use stuff like this. But then don't you think you you don't learn then how to write? You can still show them how to write themselves. Wait, but, why do we need to learn how to write if we have computers that do it for us? <laughs> well, that that's that's what I'm wondering. Because to me, I think an important part of of schooling and education is learning how to express your own thoughts, not have a computer do mm. it for you. You know, part of part of learning is to to read a book or read an essay and then synthesize what it means to you. That's and then, what we're doing right now in English. Yeah. Like what? What do you... Like we had to write about eminent domain the other day. Oh, sure. And like similar to this, we had to write an essay. It was a timed essay about if cursive should still be taught in school since we have technology now. Like do we even need handwriting? Oh, that's interesting. So my point is though, but but you wrote that yourself. Mm -hmm. You didn't have a computer write it for you. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess that's what people are worried about is that someone gives you an essay, you go home... You put in a prompt on the computer, say, write me an essay about eminent domain, and then it spits out this essay, and you just copy, paste it, print it out, turn it in as yours. But it's not yours. It's the computer's. So that's what I'm wondering about. Have your teachers talked about this at all? None of my teachers have brought it up. Yeah. I was watching one tech reporter talk about this, and he was saying that, how did he put it? Something about you might have to write an essay, but then... For the teacher to really know that you understood it, you're going to have to get up in front of class and answer questions about it. Take questions, answer them, just to show that you really understood it. Because if you just had the computer generate it, you probably didn't do a thing. So you wouldn't be able to talk about your paper or or know any of the answers. (laughs) Would that be more scary to have to do that? (laughs) Yeah. I would want to do that. Oh, you would want to do that. That's why you've got to cheat the smart way. (laughs) <laughs> cheat the smart like, way like you have the computer write it for you but then you read it over just to be sure and then you also try to understand what it wrote so that way you can answer questions <laughs> but i don't want you to cheat at all no i'm not gonna do that but i'm just <laughs> saying for the person in this example that's what they should have done so another thing and it might pertain more to you Lene, is i mean it'll pertain to evan eventually but say you want to go to college and usually part of college is writing your application essay and people are worried that they're just going to start having these computer-written essays being turned in. And I don't know, it's, it's kind of one of these conundrums. But again, as I was saying, there there's some of these people who are developing chat detectors, which will go through and say, oh, this is, oh, I'm 85% positive that this is written by a computer, not a real person, just because of the way it writes. What if the student trying to get into college is a computer? <laughs> the computer itself is trying and to go to college. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, like Android is like trying to get into... Android. Like yeah. it wants to be smarty. So none of your friends are using it at all? or uh, None of my friends have talked about it. If mm. anything, I was the one who tried to bring it up to my friends and they're like, what's that? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so it's not a big deal 
to you yet. Not really. Not really. I um, wouldn't have known about it if you hadn't told me. Okay. Okay. What about you, Evan? My friends had already introduced it to me oh, okay. by the time you had told me. My friends introduced to me a lot of the AI stuff. Like, they showed me Art Breeder, the Crayon, which is another AI-generated image, and this. Mm -hmm. So, they show me a lot of it. Yeah, there was a big deal last fall with the art generation sites where someone had submitted a piece of art to a, a contest and they won first place and then it was determined that that uh that it was computer generated you know they didn't they didn't paint it they didn't draw <gasps> it they oh no they had just put in prompts and and it, and it was a cool piece of art i really liked it it's very futuristic sci-fi kind of thing and i'm sure it must have taken them quite a bit of work because the ones that i've tried you know you say draw a dragon or something and it's just it's a, it's really <laughs> weird like oh that's a dragon <laughs> <laughs> so I, i'm sure they're using the the paying site. There's some that you pay for, and then there's the yeah. free version. It always looks a little wonky. Yeah, yeah. It looks like wait, <laughs> that dragon has an extra arm. What? Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. But but it's this whole thing about well, it brings up the question: What is art? Is it is it, does it have to be made by a human? Can a human use a computer to make it? Yeah. What if there's a computer trying to do art? <laughs> well, and, and yeah, where do you draw the line? Is it is it the computer doing art? Because you were giving the computer prompts about what to do. It, it's not like it just made it up itself. But in a way, it did make it up itself because you didn't draw the building or the dragon. It The computer did. You just told it, draw a dragon, and it drew it. So it's a, it's a hot topic in the art world and in the essay writing world. And You can just make, like... Uh, NFTs of your images that you made by an AI, and that's just infinite money. <laughs> One cool thing about that I like about the ChatGPT is that you can use it for programming. Yeah. So you you can type in something like create create an HTML page for me that does such and such, and it will write all the code for you, which is is really cool. You, the way you say yeah, Evan, that made it sound like you've tried it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just seen it. Yeah, okay. You've talked about it, Dad, so we know that you're oh, into okay. it. <laughs> I've talked that I'm into it. Yeah, sorry. You've been coding a lot recently. Are you yeah. are you using it to code the management game? No, no, not yet. Inventory management online, guys. You have to be prepare yourselves for inventory management online. An IMO RPG. <laughs> That's that game would be fun. I, I can't code though. It's well, and see, that's the thing is that is that ChatGPT can code for you almost. I mean that that that's again that's what people are worried about. It, people are saying, well, you know, this is going to put programmers out of business. I'm not sure. I mean, it can write. You can tell it to write some stuff, but you still have to be able to put it together into a functioning program. And then you can have it make sprites for the video game. Soon enough, you got a fully run video game off yeah. AI. I don't know. I mean, it, the way it's going, it could be. So Google is really worried about this whole artificial intelligence revolution. And they're trying to play catch up now. I was reading some articles about how they want to 
they see themselves as falling behind this open AI. They want to have their own AI function so that maybe when you type in a Google search, it's going to start talking to you. I guess I'm not... To me, Google is a search engine. I, I'm not sure why they're so interested in the AI, but apparently they're all freaking out about it and they <laughs> got to catch up and it's their high priority for the coming year is to get their own AI system going. Do you think if these AI is good enough, they could like create a whole like 3D movie? Probably. Shoggy yeah, because I've been thinking like in a hundred years from now, maybe we won't even like need animators anymore because like we can just tell a computer what to do and it'll make something up. Make an entire movie about like blah, 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 blah. We'll make Lunchbox reaction the movie with an AI. Yeah, I mean, we won't even have to, re- have to record the podcast. It'll just record itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, AI have... It gets a sample of our voices and it just records the podcast for us. Oh, there we go. There, there are some like voice generators that can like take people's voices and make exactly we're almost all, we're always we're almost there all, all we need to do is just like type in what we want to say That's and then fun. it'll just be our voices yeah saying it except we it would need to like add the emotion though yeah most ais just sound like this and they have no emotion so even if i were to say ah and scream it would just sound very blank i don't know i was just i was just curious about your thoughts on the the coming AI revolution. <laughs> what is what is your favorite thing that you've made with the AI? My favorite thing? Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I guess. Uh, what about Whiskers and Spike? Well, Whiskers and Spike. You don't like Whiskers and Spike, Dad? Whiskers and Spike is pretty cool. Whiskers, Whiskers and Spike is a story that I was generating on OpenAI about a talking cat and a, a dragon. And they're it's very cute. And it, it came up with the name... It named the cat Whiskers and the dragon Spike. Speaking of cats, our cats. But then, you know, a week later, I told it to write a fairy tale about a cat, and funny enough, the cat was named Whiskers. So it seems kind of, hmm. it, it it's not overly creative. <laughs> I don't know if it just thinks that all cats are named Whiskers. Yeah, I've kind of found that every time I try to enter in a prompter story, it kind of just does the bare minimum or the whatever you'd expect it to do. Yeah, you have to write. A bunch of like interesting stuff. Like if I say so and so went on an adventure, just like when they were living in a boring place, they found a secret cave, they found a treasure chest, everything was okay at the end. And like, and the thing is, when I try to write a story, there's like rarely any conflict that happens. Like, it's not a very good story, it's more just like good things continuously happen, and then the character wins. <laughs> yeah, it's not overly creative. I, it's I, just spitting out words <laughs> i found a way to make some of it creative mm-hmm. how normally i ju- i like to do somewhat dark topics <laughs> or like dark humor so i asked it to like create a tagline for a restaurant that focuses on cannibalism <laughs> that's, that's really fun here i just did that actually okay here. um come to the best restaurant in town our delicious menu features a variety of dishes made with the freshest ingredients but that's not all we also offer something special, a unique dining experience that you won't find anywhere else. Enjoy a meal made with human flesh, prepared for perfection. <laughs> okay. I've also asked it to make a story where like every character dies in a really random and creative way. Uh-huh. So yeah, some characters die from being stung by a mass army of bees. Some one of them got attacked by seagulls and had a heart attack after one strike. So are you them. saying if you tell it to be creative, then it will be creative? Yeah. <laughs> I think the more specific you are in your prompt, the better it will be. But it does seem 
kind of predictable what it will write. If, if you write something very generic, the generic story that it spits out will be very generic. <laughs> All right. Anything else? I also think it doesn't really add a lot either. It just kind of takes your prompt and writes only that specifically. That's why I think it might be a bit good for like writing essays because you're just writing down what your opinion is and that's making what you want about your opinion. But like, for example, I once told it to write a story about, write a story about a girl who opens the door and finds something strange. And it said, there was once a girl, she opened the door that she wasn't allowed to look through and found something strange. And then like, that was it. Right. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't make the strange thing. Mm-hmm. It just says that they found something strange. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not creative. That's for sure. Or I said, describe a mysterious object. And it said, the mysterious object was a bowl or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Or is that good enough for now? That's good enough for now, I think. All right. That's no, fine. Yeah. What is your ratings of ChatGPT? ChatGPT, do I have a rating for it? Yeah. It's fun. It's interesting. I, I don't know if I can give it a rating. I mean, it's a, I'd say if you have some time, play around with it. It's a technology that's going to be with us. I, I mean, it's not going to be going away. So I think it's only going to get more and more prevalent in everything around us. So I guess get used to it, learn how to use it, and uh, yeah, just accept that I think everything is going to be wanting to use AI in the future. Yeah, I think it has the potential to be something like really cool, interesting. Like maybe in the future, once it's developed to actually be more human like it could like, write more interesting stuff. Like, I think there's a lot of potential with it. Uh, so, yeah. Give me a minute. Or are you generating something? Well, that's all for this week's review of ChatGPT. Now, let's see what the future holds for us as we open some fortune cookies. Who knows what kind of surprises awaits us? That's what a robot told me to say. And we always do what the robot says. So, I guess, without further ado... It's Fortune Cookies. My fortune this week is take that chance you've been considering. Like making inventory management online? (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Uh, A new pair of shoes will do you a world of good. Wow. I like my shoes now, though. (laughs) No, a new pair. Mine is your investments of time now will lead to success later. So I guess using an AI... Will give me success. Mm. Maybe I'll win an art competition. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. Thank you all for listening. Thanks to my co-hosts, Linnea. That's me. And Brian. That's me. You can check out our website, lunchboxreaction.net. Twitter, no. No Twitter. No Twitter, not anymore. The cookie doesn't taste very good. It, It doesn't. No. Oh. Tastes a little burnt. (laughs) And we'll see you all next week at the lunch table. Bye. So long.